Welcome again to Gab and Grow, a podcast we do to help you on your way to being a successful student at Western Connecticut State University. As always, I'm your host, Mary Beth Griffin, and today we're talking to two of WCSU's finest, directly from our Academic Resource Mentor staff. You know them better as your arms, so help me welcome to the show Audrey Redpath, who is an arm in Penny Hall. Hi, Audrey. Uh, hi, Mary Beth. <laughs> Everyone's like got that dazed look like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Okay. And Tamaya Scott, who is an arm in Litchfield. Hi, Tamaya. Hi, Mary Beth. <laughs> All right. So welcome. It's really great that you guys are here today. So I'm looking forward to talking about this. And I want to just go ahead and jump right in because we our topic today, we've called this Resolve to be Great. Um, which I think we're going to go with as kind of a theme for the semester. And um, one of the toughest things for students, I think, particularly those who might have struggled the semester before, is kind of getting things off on a good start and, and working on the next semester to be a more successful semester. And so that's what we're going to be talking about today. So if you know me at all, you know that I love acronyms. And so resolve to be great is, you know, one of my new phrases that we've started. So I'm going to just go through what that those all stand for for you, and then we'll go back and talk about them some. Does that sound like a good plan? Yeah. Yeah. Woo-hoo. All right, so we're going to talk about resolve first. And so what what we've come up with for resolve is that you should be refreshed at the start of the semester because you've had, in our case, five weeks off. Um, so we want you to make sure that you're back refreshed. Uh, e is energetic. We want you to apply yourself energetically to this semester and to try to do what you can to keep that energy high. We want you to set goals that you can track and that you think you can accomplish. We want you to be organized. Um, and part of that is the L, which is laying out a timeline that's going to help you keep things on track. Um, set a value list of the priorities and how you want to accomplish them. And because you're doing all that, you should have developed a set of high expectations for yourself. So that's resolve. And if you can do all those things, then you're going to be great. You're going to be a good student who is resilient against all those bumps and and flip-flops that you might find along the way. Um, you're going to be able to be early with your assignments, your papers, your test preps and things. You'll be willing to accept help from all of the resources on campus that we have available to you. And because of that, you're going to thrive. So that's a whole lot of information at once, and I don't expect you to have yet committed it to memory. Um, but I wanted to take a minute to just kind of dive into that. Um, the whole idea that we're trying to get at is that you need to find ways that work for you to help you be successful. And so, you know, one of the things that we like to believe, because we believe so much in this program, is that your arms can really help you be successful. And one of the ways that we do that is, is that they work with you as a coach to help you along the journey. So I'm wondering if you guys could talk a little bit about that idea of the arm as an academic coach. Like what is an academic coach and what does that mean for people who might be looking for that help? An academic coach essentially works with a student to develop study skills and approaches to the work they're doing that is basically subject agnostic. 
So it doesn't matter what I like department that terminology. Sorry, <laughs> got to write that one down. <laughs> yeah. So it doesn't matter what department you're in, what class you're working on. Uh, unlike the tutoring center where you're going in for specific help on a specific problem or within a specific subject area, your arm or an academic coach that you work with helps you with the process of doing that work. And essentially with what goes on in your mind or in your routine that makes it easier or harder for you, for you to get that work done. Um, so one of the things an academic coach might do with you because you're seeing them regularly or because you're seeing them as you need them is they can keep track with you of the goals that you're setting. So mm -hmm. if you spend a session or a study session with an arm setting some of your goals, you can see them weeks or months later and they can follow up with you, do a review with you and help you with reflect. And it's these kind of like academically adjacent uh, mm -hmm. sessions that you can use to build time management skills, um, uh, personal skills, this resilience that's part of the mm -hmm. the new goal yeah. um, without necessarily just sitting down and doing homework or yeah. looking at one syllabus or focusing on one academic problem. It's yeah. about the whole experience. And I see you shaking your head a lot to my, <laughs> this to my has got a little bit of a cold and I forced her to come over anyway. But, um, you know, I, I think one of the things that has always interested me about the um, academic coaching thing is that it's really driven by the students, right? It's not, it's not you saying you need to do this and you need to do that. You're working with them on doing things that are, that are things that they think might help. Yeah. Right. We're yeah. just there to basically help you figure out what you need to do to be better. You're basically setting your own goals. Mm -hmm. We're just there to make sure that the goals that you're setting for yourself are obtainable and it works best for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think that's what I've always found is that's one of the things that, and research says this too, those are the things that help people more. You guys have access to a lot of resources that are available and tips and guidelines and things that people can look at and help them create those plans, but you're not saying, you don't study well, this is what you should do. You know, you're saying, what do you identify as a, as a need that you have? Like, do you have trouble getting up and going to class? No, that's not it. Okay, what else might be a problem? Do you understand the professor and how they, they bring the information from the subject to you? You know, and, and if that's a problem, then here are some things that we might be able to look at. What what do you think might work for you? Do you want to try this out? So it's it's kind of helping them along a pathway. I think one of the ways that students uh, can think about it is as a student, as a resident, you're in charge of your experience on campus, but you can use your arm as a gateway to this massive support network that you have access to. So the arm as an academic coach is there for you for what we can help you with, but we can also give you access to the tutoring program, to all the other resources mm -hmm. on campus that should make up the rest of your team as you're making your own decisions mm -hmm. and you're building your college experience. Yeah, and and we don't have just resident students. Um, 
listening, I hope. <laughs> and so, um, you know, I want to make sure that we talk about, because we mentioned the Tutoring Resource Center, and while most of the time students are going there with help in a specific subject, oh, I'm failing chemistry, so I need, you know, to go over and have somebody work with me on this thing. They also have, have um, academic coaching that this year they've started to offer. So you can get some of that kind of help there if you're looking for it. And then the um, pre-collegiate and early access system, EAP, that, those programs also have a program which confusingly is called PASS, which is mm -hmm. the same as one of the programs that we have in the halls. Um, and students can work with them on those same kinds of things. So I'm wondering if you guys want to talk a little bit about some of the things that you might have worked with students on already um, in terms of your arm work. What are, what are some of the things students have come to you about and how have you worked with them on it? Um, well, some of the residents that I've worked with, a lot of the time I've helped with other stuff other than academics. Mm -hmm. um, so sometimes it's about like financial aid or like just what to do not really um, with school so far, at least this year. Um, but from previous semesters that's working, I've come in contact with a lot of students who had trouble studying. Mm -hmm. So, like, just some of their techniques that they use just didn't really work out for them. So we had to come up with ways that, other than what they were doing. Mm -hmm. So, like, sometimes they'll come in, they'll only use flashcards, and it won't work for them. Yeah. And I feel like it doesn't because they're just trying to memorize it quickly instead of actually learn it. Mm -hmm. So, like, other ways, like, we would do, like, let's make a little test. Let's see if you actually know it or if you're just memorizing it short term. Right. So. Um, throughout the, the fall semester, I spent a lot of time working with students on time management, either through mm -hmm. my programs or through the one-on-one -on -one sessions yeah. that we were having. Um, I also ran a large study hall toward the end of the semester where we focused on structured goal setting where you set a specific goal that you wanted to do during the study time and you were celebrated if you finished it. And essentially throughout the semester with the students that I was working on, I was trying to foster this idea that you build your own goals and you have some idea of the way and time in which that you want to address them. And it helped a lot of students, I think, to imagine their time as more than just a list of things on a syllabus, um, but not as something that's super chaotic. And I think that's a really, a really important thing for people to get their heads around in college. Yeah. But I want to go back, you know, you had mentioned to Maya about... Um, working with students on other things like financial aid or something, sometimes those are the things that, that are really detracting from people being able to put their focus on, on what they should be doing in the class. Because if you're worried that you're not going to be able to pay for the next semester mm -hmm. or, you know, that something's going on there, you need, you know, it's kind of like just general overall wellness. You know, everyone needs to know that they have a roof over their head and they need to know that they have, you know, safety and security and can eat and things like that. And we don't often talk about or think about that has a serious impact on people's ability to do their schoolwork too. So it's not always just about, 
you know, something specific like time management or how somebody studies, but it could be that these other things are playing into it too. And so an academic coach can really help you kind of figure out, is that what's going on or is it, you know, something that's more simple, you know, that maybe you think studying the library because everyone says, oh, the library is a great place to study. And so you go there and your studying just isn't good at the library. You know, I, I grew up in a family of five, so I needed to study someplace where there was some kind of noise and activity going on because that's what I was around most of the time. So going someplace where it was quiet and everyone was kind of walking on tiptoes was not a good place for me to do. I was able to study much better like sitting in a snack bar than I was at the library. You know, if you find the right location, I think sometimes that just really has helped. Have you in, in all the, you know, you guys go through a whole lot of training and things. Have you been able to find ideas that, that have worked for you guys that have come from some of that? Well, for, uh, for me, I, I really struggle with self-motivation sometimes. Um, so I'll have all my plan and then I get to a certain wall and all I want to do is play video games or do something relaxing. And one thing I picked up as I was helping other students was that I could make a system around rewarding myself for the work that I was getting done. I think this is a, a really key feature in like building up self-discipline is half of that self-discipline has to be self-care, self-rewarding. So I restructured my schedule this semester around if I get X amount of things done on certain days, then I can spend an hour or two hours playing video games. And that way, it's not something that I escape to instead of doing my work. Right. So it's already built into my schedule. I don't get the urge to do it when I don't have time to do it because I know that I can do it if I get my work done. And that was probably my favorite thing I figured out for myself over the last couple of months because I would get into a real hole playing some game over the weekend for like seven hours and not getting anything done. And so far, this has worked to avoid that. Oh, good. That's kind of a nice thing. How about you? Well, something that I learned that worked for me, um, well, I struggled a little bit with my time management and like just staying consistent. So like I got a planner, but like halfway through the semester, I stopped using it. Like yeah. I just didn't use it at all. So what I figured out about myself is that as long as I, instead of me trying to map out like a month in advance, I do it day by day. Mm -hmm. And I like the little check mark, yeah. like just deleting something off a task that you had <laughs> to do. So I started just trying to do little bits piece by piece instead of me cramming to do one big thing at yeah. all at one time. Yeah. I was, uh, I was never much of a planner and, you know, life makes you be much more of a planner, but, you know, I find that, that I have to, I have everything on one calendar now instead of having different calendars for different things and, and it's color coded things. So it just, it really helps me. And one of the things I've done is if I have a project or something, I, I plan time instead of trying to fit it into the schedule i i put specific time aside to work on that because if i don't something always fills that time too and 
and that's really tough to do. Um, I want to kind of change direction just a little bit because we talked briefly about the past program and, and the fact that, that there are some past tutors in the, um, the early access program, but we have had for about 20 years now um, past, from, uh, past people in the residence halls. And so I wondered if you could talk just a little bit about what those past tutors are in terms of the halls and how does somebody find a past tutor? Uh, so in Penny, uh, we have a sign at the front of our building uh, right as you go into the lobby and that'll give you a list of our past tutors right away. Every past tutor has a subject or a specific class or a general, general area of study that they feel really confident in and that they're uh, willing to help other residents within their hall with. And you can also see them identified throughout the hall with a specific name tag that names them and the subject or class that they're interested in helping people with. But if you have trouble finding them either on a list or throughout the building, or if there's something that you'd like help with that you don't see there, you can email or reach out to during office hours one of the arms in your building or the arm in your building. Yeah, because I know on in the first-year buildings, you know, Penny and Grasso and Centennial have people from the first semester, but it we relate it kind of with people's GPAs, too. So sometimes the first-year buildings don't have anyone as past mm -hmm. members until this semester. Um, so your arm can also help hook you up with past members from different buildings if you're really looking for help somewhere, too, which is something that I think we forget to say from time to time. But, you know, the best bet is to, you know, check out in your buildings because there should be ways to identify them. Um, but then also talk with your arm because they can get you that help. And then um, if people are interested in being past tutors, what do they need to do? Well, past members, they they excel academically, basically. Mm -hmm. So they have a 3.0 GPA or higher um accumulatively so if you're doing that more than likely than not your arm will probably yeah. reach out to you and ask <laughs> if you want to be one yeah, your arm's going to be looking for you but if they haven't yet because it's early in the semester look for your arm to do that um you guys also as arms have to do programs in the halls so can you talk a little bit about the programs and maybe what are some that that you did that you were particularly proud of uh, so last semester, I focused a lot of my programming around uh, life and study skills and time management tools that focused on ways you can physically lay out your life kind of mm -hmm. in front of you. And I focused on a tactile learning style, so I really like the idea of laying out planners physically in front of you using sticky notes. So my most successful program was on... Uh, time blocking and the Eisenhower uh, decision matrix and we essentially made a giant uh, decision matrix which is a square with four squares inside of it one that is important and urgent one that's not important not urgent mm -hmm. and the other two on the same axis and it's a really great way to either by yourself or with a group of your friends, mm -hmm. lay out all the tasks that you're working on 
or that you completed in the last week and figure out how you've been prioritizing your day. Mm-hmm. And it's fun to do with friends because sometimes you'll throw up, say, I need to do my laundry. I haven't done it in three weeks. And you put that in not important, not urgent. <laughs> and then all of your friends are like, mm, actually, maybe you should reconsider. Or yeah. alternatively, you've put, and I saw this with a lot of students, all of your tasks into urgent, mm-hmm. important, uh, which usually means a very stressed out student. Um, And what's fun about that is you can lay out how you're currently prioritizing things and then move them about the board. Um, So that program got a lot of people really involved. And what was exciting is that it led throughout the semester to people coming to learn more about it Mm -hmm. and to making their own uh, boards in their room, to making them Mm -hmm. online and digitally. And I think the, like, impact of that program was the most exciting for me in my hall. Very cool. Well, one of my most successful programs fell into the category of, you know, campus resources. Mm -hmm. And so I, like, made a Kahoot, and I played, well, I'm in a freshman dorm, so I didn't expect them to know too much, but when we played, they they actually kind of got competitive about arguing where certain places were. And for me, it was just like not that they got competitive, but it right. made me happy that they were actually Engaged. trying to figure yeah. out where this place was. Yeah. And some of them even learned, like, oh, we have a math clinic. I'm like, yeah, like that's different from the yeah. math emporium. And right. a lot of times that they don't know that. Mm-hmm. So when they actually learn it, and then even afterwards they'll come and talk to me about it. I'm like, yeah, we have this here. Mm-hmm. Like if you're, if you want to go there, like just let me know. Like I'll help you. And it's just great. Yeah. Um, what kind of advice would you give to to folks, you know, that you think are going could help them, you know, or be most helpful, particularly, you know, in dealing with students who might have had a bad semester? Sometimes people feel like one bad semester is a death knell and nothing's ever going to get better. So, you know, what what kind of advice do you have for students who might have struggled a little? Well, some advice that I would give them would be it's not the end yet. So I feel like if you had a bad semester, come into the new semester with your best foot forward. Work out what, figure out where you messed up last semester and work on that. Or if you didn't ask for help, ask for help this semester. Mm-hmm. I just feel like the moment you give up, that's when things just keep going downhill. Right. So I would just say keep pushing through it, figure out what you messed up on, and work through it. Um, I think mistakes are the main way that you're going to end up learning. So even though some students might get through their whole college career without a bad semester, Mm -hmm. there is nothing wrong and there's almost a value to struggling occasionally in college because you get to know yourself better as a learner. Um, I've completely failed every class I took during my first (laughs) semester of college, and it is entirely possible to build back up. Um, I have a 4.0. I'm in the honors program, but I've been in the dearths yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. with a pile of F's and D's around me, and it can feel overwhelming, but you should use that moment to motivate you because it should show you this is not what I want, mm-hmm. and once you have a good idea of what you want, it's easier to go after yeah. it. Yeah, I would say so, too. Um 
You know, I, I want to talk just a minute about the fact that while much of the work that you guys do as ARMS is working with students who might be facing some kind of challenge or struggle, we also want to find ways to help celebrate students who are doing well. So I know a lot of ARMS do things like, you know, the refrigerator magnet thing, like if you did well on a test, you can put it up there too. But we also in the spring semester always do an academic recognition ceremony that's coming up this year at the end of March. Um, so for all of the students who live on campus who have at least a 3.0 GPA, we invite you and a couple of your family members if you'd like to come and get a certificate and and we usually have a little keynote speaker and, and things. Um, so there's all kinds of other fun stuff that we do too. Um, so please don't think that you only have to see your arm about something that might be a challenge for you, but come tell them about the things that you're, you know, excelling at too, because we want to be able to recognize and and spend a little time um, talking about those and, and celebrating those with you. Um, quickly, does one of you want to talk just a little bit about the handout and what that is and where people can find it? And So the handout is a online newsletter. Um, in it, you can find articles from each of the academic resource mentors on campus about a ton of different topics. I know they range from the academic to more specific to our campus to more general life skills. There's been a bunch on uh, uh, wellness and mm -hmm. there's been some, I know last semester we had a really interesting across campus uh, scavenger hunt. Mm -hmm. or tips on deadlines mm -hmm. and it they're all short articles they're really easy to get through everyone has something of value for you and i know that you can get it on the website if you go to the housing mm -hmm. website uh under the handout and you should get it distributed as an email if you are a resident student. resident on yeah. on campus yeah, anyone can see it through the, the front page of the housing website. There's a link to them from right there. Um, but also, resident students, it does come to your email, too. So um, I want to let everyone know before we close up, because we've already gone over my time limit, uh, <laughs> that, that um, we will be looking for uh, RAs and ARMS for next year. So please look around. There will be stuff coming out soon about those positions and if you think you might be interested in uh, you know joining our team for one of those please feel free to stop into the housing office and ask questions or talk to your RAs and ARMS about the jobs talk to your RDs everyone's got information and um, lots of things they can tell you about it and then um, any last things that you guys can think about that you wanted to say before we kind of close things up I want to encourage residents in Pinney, or if you're a resident of another um, residence hall on campus and you shoot me uh, an email, you can find me under Audrey Redpath on the housing staff uh, website. I'm holding a movie night on Tuesday, the... I'm holding a movie night next Tuesday, and it's covering... I think that's the 28th, I think. Yeah, February, uh, January, <laughs> January 28th, <laughs> and it's on imposter syndrome. We're going to talk about imposter syndrome, and we're going to be talking about setting ambitions for yourself in life after, after college, but we're watching a really fun 
black comedy. Cool. Um, I would just like to add that it's okay to ask for help. So just reach out if you have any questions. Um, I'm pretty sure all your arms will be available to you. So. All right. Well, thanks for the uh, the info. And uh, to Maya and Audrey, I think you guys were a great representative of, and great at showing us some of the terrific resources that the arms can be, but also that there's a whole lot of other things available on campus. So whether you live on campus or you're commuting to campus, there are lots and lots and lots of places and resources for you on campus. Um, so thank you both for being on the show today. Thank you for having me. Um, if you are a listener and there were any questions that came up during today's episode that we didn't answer, that we didn't answer, or if you have a topic that you want more information about, you can always email me at griffinm at wcsu.edu. Um, and we'll be back again in probably a week or so um, with more information. And you can also listen to all of our older episodes, um, which are still up online. You can find them anywhere that you can get podcasts if you look for WCSU Media or Gab and Grow. So um, look for those. And for me, Mary Beth Griffin, I look forward to talking with you again. And I hope we find lots more to share with you. So bye now. <laughs>